This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Our baby boy, Rob Bush, went to the gun range during his Los Angeles trip last week. I hope it was worth it, poor Darren got arrested for gun possession, because of your fun day out. All Robs are bastards. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Sorry about that, Darren. I uh, I guess I just can't control that. To be fair, I did have a gun on me when that happened. Oh, no. Yeah. It was oh, coincidence. Okay. They Is arrested me. cannon? They still arrested me because of you. But I thought you were just happy to see the cops, Darren. <laughs> oh, no. Rob, what'd you He's do? Did they come arrested. get him again? Oh, maybe. I didn't, Darren's I didn't out. Oh no, he's he's been he's now in Zoom jail. Welcome to the Metal Injection <laughs> Livecast. It's Rob here with Noah, Sid, and here he is again. Here's Darren. He's coming in. He's popping in the room. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. We're live every Tuesday, six o'clock ish Eastern time. You can give us a call if you're listening live. 213-WIDE-NUT, 213-943-3688. And also, if you listen live, you get free access to the video version of the stream. If you um, want access to the archive of the stream, just hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash metal ejection livecast. Five bucks a month gets you access to the video versions and two bonus episodes a month. Tonight at midnight, you get another bonus episode that is as it will be September 1st, first day of the month. We always like to post a new episode and it's a doozy, baby. Mm. We're finally we do it a watch along of Out for Justice. Steven Seagal, the movie like if you're a longtime live cast fan, you've definitely heard the drops. Hear them in full context. Hear plenty of more excellent drops. Patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. Five bucks a month gets in there. Do it. Anybody see Richie? <laughs> You know, I stepped on you. I forgot that you wanted to also plug the Patreon, so I apologize for that. But I think the cops booted me from the stream as soon as yeah, I that's mentioned That's what we were saying, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm back. I'm back as well. I'm back on the East Coast. I spent almost 10 days out West. I was going to ask you, I thought maybe you found a hotel with that that accommodated you with a fire, a wooden <laughs> brick uh, wall there. No, uh, oh no, no, no! This is just my my home brick wall that you're looking at on the videos here. Uh, but yeah, I'm back. It's nice. It's weird. It was it was actually 20 degrees cooler in the area of LA that I was staying in. Really, in New York today? Yeah. Well, I guess I was staying in Santa Monica. I found a very relatively cheap Airbnb there, and it's right by the water. And because of that, it has oh, nice. climate compared to the rest of the city, like. If I drove 45 minutes out, it'd be 90 degrees. But, you know, right there on the water, it's like 68, 69. <laughs> Did your Airbnb have a balcony? No, it was like a one floor house. Did oh, you get your okay. ass in that water? Oh, I got my ass in that water plenty. Every day I went basically every day but Sunday because it was <laughs> it was way too cold the last day to, to do it. But I so uh, one night, like, first of all, I'm blown away by the West Coast sunsets is all my Instagram followers have seen, <laughs> which I know it's so cliche, but let me have this. Okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> I uh, love it. But uh, so you one better night, get your ass in this water. <laughs> one night I just swam at night and like swam as the sun was setting, which was like the craziest thing because the water just looks like we, with the reflection of the, of the sun it, it kind of like the water starts looking like chrome it doesn't look like water and it, yeah. it's so trippy 
to my to my, like my eyes. Did the fish start dancing and singing you songs? <laughs> there were some fish that kind of popped out. Uh, but the, the other thing I realized, uh, at least this part of L.A., I don't know if all of L.A. is like this, but the waves are way more intense in the Pacific than in the Atlantic. I had to actually go. I was actually pretty far out, far out, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I had to go past the break point of the waves uh, because otherwise the water is essentially like one and a half feet deep but then the wave kind of like brings it up to be like you know four or five feet so you so i'm like 50 feet and uh i really understand the uh like the uh, before when, when i swim in the atlantic i was like oh how does anybody ever get caught up in a wave that's ridiculous like you know i could totally handle it but when i was there i was like oh now i totally understand how people who swim like there's there could be like one wave and you don't even see it coming and you cannot fight a wave. I, I thought I could. It is impossible. The wave will always win. It's too much power. <laughs> what was the submission uh, move it used on you? <laughs> it just slammed me to the fucking ground. That, that's the whole thing. You have to. It, my, my only advice is if you get caught up in a wave, put your hands out. So at least, you know, you just break your wrists and not your face. <laughs> That you were gonna say, so you might at least cop a feel on someone while you're going down. No, no. So you can blame the wave on it. Brace for the fall. Brace for the slam. But no, I was good. It was great. So I really love the beach and the the most notable thing. So I went to this uh, Kat Von D listening party. I just so happened upon it. You told me about coming out. And my first reaction is, she makes music. Yeah. Yeah. It's just to listen to her talk. She has a conversation with a friend. No, she does like dark synthy kind of stuff. She's putting out an EP. Her husband is in a band. The band is yeah, called Prayers. Prayers. No, you're. I didn't realize you're such a big cat. I Von love Cat Von D. I'm, I'm a fan. Is it Christian rock? Prayers? No. <laughs> no, it's like synth, uh, like, like, yeah, goth. like gothy mm. stuff. Is her band called Thoughts? Because that would be cool. Because <laughs> then it would be the Thoughts and Prayers tour. Get it? Uh-oh. Get wow. it? That's I, 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 I did get it. Thank you. I regret it. <laughs> Get it uh, and so, regret it. <laughs> so it was interesting because uh, it was on a Friday night. It was in this beautiful venue uh, in downtown L.A. And I was kind of I, I didn't really know what to expect or how many people I would know there. But turns out I did know a good amount of people. Not to brag. <laughs> well, who did, but, you're talking about celebrities? No, just like friends of mine. Was nobody, Corey Feldman there? Nobody know. Well, that's the thing. I was like, is there going to be? Are there going to be big names? Because Kat Von D is a, you know, pretty notable uh, celebrity, and she has some notable celebrity friends. Yeah. Uh, but you I know think- what is? They don't know what her music's going to sound like, so they kind of want to maybe distance themselves if it would have been a disaster. You know. <laughs> but it wasn't a disaster. No, I didn't say uh, it was, but they, the uncertainty. But no. you know? Yeah, the, the, there wasn't anybody notable, but it was a very interesting combination of like. <laughs> metalheads music industry like her makeup fans and then these kind of like gender queer people which god bless their souls they looked amazing <laughs> they look they, they really brought probably a lot of there. pleather in that space mm-hmm. so much pleather but so different much reasons. black all black everybody in face masks but not because of covid <laughs> <laughs> well rob you actually told me there were scarce masks in this crowd yeah i was like one of 10 people wearing a mask at most but but the thing is it wasn't that crowded again you could space out it was fine 
Uh, and at and, least you know you didn't get mouth herpes. So that's a plus. Well, if your face is covered, you can't get herpes from all the people in the crowd. That's all. Okay. Well, it it's, depends where they put their mouth on Rob. Sid. I was going to say, isn't it? It's not airborne, is it? Is there a new development? Well, no, it's just people kissing on Rob's face. <laughs> oh, he's very kissing. It's, a, it's always oh. a big problem. I missed that part. <laughs> Most people don't reach his face. They reach somewhere else. <laughs> he's got herpes in his like <clears throat> torso. <laughs> right above his belly button. Deuterino, Photoshop herpes onto Rob's torso. Thank you. Robba's huge pot tits. Uh, and so at the Cat Von D thing, so, the, so, so crazy. Apparently, Charo has a guest oh. appearance on the, on the Cat Von D album. So she came out and introduced Cat Von D. And I feel like I was one of maybe four people that actually knew that it was Charo and was Coochie excited Coochie. that, oh my God, I am in the presence of the legendary Charo. How's she looking? She's getting up great. There. She looks great. Did she I mean, perform? I, uh, she just introduced her. Oh. She introduced her and then Kat did like two or three songs and her fans loved every second of it. It was like uh, it was like seeing a boy band, you know, like the high pitched screeches of, of the fans. How many seconds of it did you love? I liked it. I liked all the songs. I thought they were good. Did she just sing or did she play piano? She sings. So she sings. There's a synthesizer player. There's a bassist and a drummer. And then there's also a pole dancer who is one of the best pole dancers I've ever seen. Like she was doing interpretive dance. Wow. <laughs> Essentially, it was it was really, really good. It, it was ve- it was like, you know, it was ob- certainly sexy, but it was it was very artistic. It wasn't just like, you know. Are you thinking of signing up for a pole classes? <laughs> I don't think there's not a pole strong enough. Yeah, I don't think I have the upper body strength yet. I, I need to do a little more swimming before I could. Rob, could you quickly give us your that. top five all-time pole dancers? <laughs> <laughs> Interpretive pole dancers. <laughs> if you want to be that specific. <laughs> I don't, do you have five pole dancers that you you're the one that said it's one of the best you've ever seen so I assume I've seen, you've I've got seen others pl- to compare I've to. seen plenty of poles alright <laughs> that is the drop of all drops oh my god I've yeah. seen plenty of poles <laughs> put that on a t-shirt I used to live near a Polish community so there'd be poles all over the place but that was good. So uh, at the uh, at the Kat Von D listening party, I ran into my good friend uh, Lex from Three Teeth, the industrial band. I've definitely talked about them on the show before, and they're very very fun. And uh, Lex, uh, and, uh, Le- this dude is like way into survivalism. I've come to learn. <laughs> Bless his heart. What does uh, that mean? What is that? Just. You know, like uh, preparing for for doomsday, not to say I I mean, I I don't know if he has like those food packets, but he's just also very into building guns. (laughs) I've learned and he said, I'm going going stuff or no, 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 no. Just compiling them, like buying parts and and making like putting them together as you would a computer. Did you get as far as finding out if he has a specific impending doom that he thinks is coming? 
No, nothing like that. No, okay. just you, you, just to be, you know, you never. Some know. people are just prepper. They just like to be <laughs> yeah, prepared like for any prepared. situation. Exactly. Well, I didn't say no. And, I'm just saying, you know, maybe there is something. He could have probed it a little. Uh, nothing, nothing notable. But he invited me out to a shooting range, and I've never uh, shot a gun before. And in recent years, I'm like, you know, maybe I should. Not shoot a gun. I feel like, uh, honestly, I'm at a point where I feel like, look, if th- these things are legal, people have these things. You should know how to use them. Yeah. You know, you never know. Uh, and going in there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm driving up and, and I I uh, smoked like an hour or two before. Oh, no, driving up. Rob. And uh, so I'm very like irresponsible. Up. Long oh, story it, short. Now you're nine toes Pazbani. Yeah, we can't see your, no. your torso because you no, no, shut no. it off. Three uh, three butts and nine toes. <laughs> Episode well, title. So I'm driving and then I'm starting to get like the paranoia of like, what am I do? I'm going to shoot guns. I'm crazy. What what's I can't shoot? I'm gonna be I'm gonna suck. I'm gonna blow blow something up. Blah blah blah. And uh, thankfully I was a little early, and so I had a little time to like walk around. And by the time he and my other friend Mario arrived. Uh, my, my high had subsided. Mario, like from the show, the no. the mom fucker. Yes, guys? Mario from the show. Yes, there are exactly. other Marios. Yes. Said. There's I only one Mario so. in the world. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so I was not. So to be clear, I was not stoned by the time I started shooting the guns. Uh, and uh, so we get. So we go to the gun range, and it, it is loud. It is loud, people. Yeah. Got to put on those headphones, uh, or your yeah. I guess I guess you mean the uh, the muffles. The muffles. Yeah, uh, and they really you were really listening help. to some tunes while you're doing this. <laughs> Maybe no, you really get, the thing about it. It's like it requires all of your focus. Every like there is no messing around. The only and, and in, in a way that kind of makes it a little meditative because you absolutely <laughs> block everything else out of your mind because you really can't think about it. You can only think about the shot. So he. Brings out all these crazy AR-15s, AR-18, and AR-18. He had this one sniper rifle. I don't know. I don't know. Bear with me here. He's trying to sound Uh, smart. uh, He had this one sniper rifle that looked like one of those cheat codes you would put into Grand Theft Auto. And and when he shot it. What caliber? Do you know? There's no no way he knows that. Come on. Come on, Noah. (laughs) Uh, it made a big sound. It was heavy. when he shot it. I feel like my sinuses cleared up, like my whole body <laughs> shook, and my from sin- him like shooting that's, it. from him shoot just the whole like just the you know the the right. mushroom cloud the of ricochet. Of, of, of Not even you whoa. doing it, just him doing it next. Yeah, time. yeah. I was like, I was like five feet away from. It. So when I shot it, it was even more intense. Uh, but so that, wait, you that shot the AR eighteen? I shot all of the guns in the in the photo. Wow. He was very, very nice. And also he mentioned that, you know, uh, we were spoiled because he has top of the line. Like these things were top of the line and the scopes on them were so accurate that with my in my first shot, I I hit the target. And then when I was doing the pistol in my first shot with the pistol, I got a bullseye and he was like, I've never seen anybody do that. I am a freaking natural at this. It was like I got to say, Rob, like. In the photos, because Rob posted these photos on Instagram, you have fantastic form for a noob. Oh, well, fantastic. There was one slide I did not really like, but like really, really good form. Was it the slide where I had the two pistols and I was just shooting them like? Yeah, very irresponsible. (laughs) 
it is very irresponsible. But we, the place was closing. We had, we had all that ammo left. <laughs> we were just shooting it at the like normal, like black and white outline target. Or was it like a picture of someone or something? It, it was just it was a black and white target wow. with like a, a bullseye in the middle, like a red thing in the middle. But yeah, I understand how that 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 came off irresponsibly. But the rest of the time and the place itself was very, very super safe. It, they were really on top of it and and very cautious. And ultimately, it was a great time. You can do it again. You going to buy a gun. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to buy a gun, but I'll definitely visit Noah know, in Arizona. Do you know what it takes to get a gun in New York City? It'll, it's definitely more trouble. Well, I don't know if it's more trouble than it's worth, but it's just too much trouble that I feel like you'll probably just give up on it. Well, now that weed is legal, maybe Rob could get into illegal guns just to get his like <laughs> outlaw fix. I don't need that. The, the thing about it that Your I like loss. is I'm not. Like, not that I was scared of guns before, but, you know, I guess intimidated by guns. But now it's just like, oh, I, I understand. It's You're supposed tool. to be intimidated awesome. by guns. Even if you know how to use them, you should still be intimidated. They're not a toy. They're not serious. a toy. They're a tool. Serious business, Rob. It is serious. Oh, I just spent the whole time talking about how serious it was. Uh, and I had to focus on it. Not the whole time. We should have that guy on the show to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. That would have been cool. I think they're putting out a single pretty soon so we could tie it around there. Yeah, he's great. He's awesome. He absolutely looked the part. He had the best tactical gear on. I felt a little <laughs> I underdressed. Did you have a post shootout meal with this man? We didn't. We wanted to eat at the range, but we basically stayed until the because they had a restaurant there that looked really good. Do you remember the name of the range? I tagged it in my in my post. Let oh, me OK. Give them a shout out because it, it was it was very, very top. Also, it was in the middle of nowhere. And I got well, there yeah. first. I mean, I guess it has to be in the they middle can't of nowhere. can't do it in a mall. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's just like, well, where, you know, where the hell am I? But the Oak Tree Gun Club. Oh, nice. They're fancy. Almost sounds like a country club that started only allowing black people 10 years ago. Or <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has like a... a I mean, it's not country club vibes, but like, a, you know, a, a, a men's club kind of vibe. No ladies there. There were ladies. There were ladies shooting some guns. Yeah, I know. And, just to get, and, and also, I want to point out that like Lex's gear was so insane. All the people that worked at the range came was- over and were like, is that a this and that? Whoa, is that <laughs> this? Can I see that? Like they were like drooling over his gear. It was incredible. It was I, I felt I felt. Very uh, good knowing that I was I, I was in good hands in terms of like the person showing me on like the gear I was using. And then I imagine was... if, if, I, if, if I use like a, something with not as good of a scope on it, <clears throat> there's no way I would have hit those targets. It was the guy that came up and said, aren't you Robert Pazabini from Lamb Goat? <laughs> <laughs> that guy has nine toes now. Yeah. <laughs> there's um. OK, so now that you're into guns, I wasn't sure if I should share this with you. There's oh. a there's an Instagram account that like this guy that makes me laugh so hard. Uh, his handle is Gun Drummer, and yeah, he. We've written sh- about him on Metal Injection. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. She only read it on Lamb Goat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like randomly found him on Instagram, and his posts make me laugh so hard. So basically, what he does is he shoots his guns to the beat of metal songs, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so crazy. Are bullets that cheap that you can do that and it's just it's okay? Uh, bullets are bullets kind are- of like out, like hard to find these days 
or or they are overpriced or like higher priced, whatever. So does he make less not, posts lately? They're not that expensive, though. They're, they're not cheap. Well, compared to what they were uh, like a year or, or, or a couple of years ago. Uh, yes, they are. Especially since the the demand, like there's just a shortage of it or whatever. No, I understand, like but like a, a a box of like forty rounds is like twenty five bucks. That's not unre- That's not the end of the world. Well, city boy, for some people, that's a lot. What the fuck has the show become where we're just like discussing ammo prices now? I'm just that's saying that's not, it's wow. not. It's not like it's a hundred dollars for the for the for forty rounds. It's it's within for like, hunter's purchase. injection. No, yeah, that, sure. that that background picture on Zoom, uh, is that what you use for target practice? <laughs> <laughs> Picking off kittens. Just line them up five in a row. and it... <laughs> Yes, I'm actually at the gun range right now. No, it has a picture of five very cute kittens lined up behind her. Gun Drummer Channel today. Wait, no, that's not a song. It uh, wasn't? No, it wasn't. I want to hear him do like Let me hear some Dave Lombardo shit. I don't want to hear this 2-4 shit. Come on. Okay, so like he has some videos where he like lines up his guns on the table and then he'll like go to each set and like do each part of the song. Oh, are that, sound, that sounds interesting. Are then, there any Rolling Stones songs in honor of the late, great Charlie Watts? Maybe. And then there's one where him and his friend had a tank and they fired the tank. Oh, I see it. See, I see things like this and I'm like, you know, we sort of I'm okay with us having a pandemic. I think we sort of earned it. <laughs> yes, good. Nero provides. So, by the way, that was like uh, a sponsored post for drive tanks. You could actually rent a tank. God. Oh, really? That seems reasonable. Yeah. That, I, I can't see anything going wrong with that. This whole country should sink into the fucking ocean. Good Lord. Does that guy have fun? World? Does he actually play the drums, that guy? Or he just shoots guns to the Yeah, head? here you go. How's it going, everyone? Gun Drummer here. It's a beautiful day out Gun here drummer. on the shooting range. Want to talk about today's sponsor, Walker's XL. Oh, they have sponsors. Blah, 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 blah. With like a I was going to phone. say, if he doesn't play the drums, he's more like a gun gunner. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, here you go. Uh, oh, way best. off time. Stick with the guns, buddy. <laughs> No, is this responsible gun use? I just want to be clear. <laughs> he only has one. So yeah. How many? He's the only one there. How many? One. Sorry, there's a song playing. I can't. Uh, I can't warn you. Oh, 
Oh, hey, it's very, it's very appropriate to be doing this during a song that's criticizing the Iraq War. <laughs> bombing the people in the Iraq War. Yeah, I'd love to, Rob, we need, we need to do our metal injection, a thing where you just show this to Surge and let him do like a reaction video. <laughs> this guy's going to be featured on Metal Injection in about five years, finding out that System of a Down is against guns and war. <laughs> saying he can't listen to them anymore. <laughs> he also like really, really likes Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, he's definitely going through about like... $200 of that so at least many. here. <laughs> That's all of that is only $200? No way. He's he probably like gets a like a deal. I'm sure. Sale. Oh, I'm sure he's spending not a dime of his own money, but I'm saying how much he actually went for. Oh, Rob. Retail. This There's is Rob. Okay. What a world. We go. What a world. This is the land of the free, baby. 213 wide nut. That's the phone number. Uh, you're ordering guns now Uncle Gina writes in the chat uh, Robert me and your Chote Galina got <laughs> Giza in that Belasco bathroom one night <laughs> Belasco is the venue where I went to see Kat Von D oh wow somebody kind of had, had a grand Prosper Hall uh, <laughs> yeah vibe Rest in peace. Oh, we should let everyone the we should let everyone know the bad news. It's been torn I down. Think, did we mention it on the news? Uh, uh, I don't think so. I think we discussed it amongst ourselves, and that's it. Yeah. So the Grand Prospect Hall was bought out by developers, and it's been torn. It's the that's insides it? have been completely torn down. Oh. People are like protesting. They're like, it's been torn down. Like, what do that you was, want now? That was a landmark. Sorry. But was it, was, was. it was it was just a run of a run of the mill catering hall. The, the commercials yeah, the were hall. the important thing, and they're still yeah. so don't worry about it. It that's seems like the people are more well. protesting the development than Okay, that's different. But I like what oh what it's either gonna be condos or a Whole Foods. Take your pick. But also the and thing is the general idea of protesting these developments is that you're kicking poor people out. Like who the fuck cares for catering hall? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's it's just a one to one trade. And also, most of the people protesting are the same gentrifiers that they claim to be protesting. So it's right. like, Rob, you should go by the by the wreckage though and take some pictures, please. Well, they're it's just, it, the exterior is the same still. It is. Yeah, they oh. haven't got to it yet. They probably will change it. Right. I thought it was like destroyed even from the outside too. From the pictures, I don't I believe saw. so. But I'll. Uh, oh. I'll Why don't you go I behind the construction doors? Do some journalism, take some, snap some photos. I passed it uh, not that long ago. Well, maybe it was a while, maybe a couple of months. I don't know, but it was. It's still. I didn't even know anything was happening there. I think this was in like the last couple of weeks that it like yeah. finally they started doing stuff. Rob, mm -hmm. just if they don't let you in, just bring one of your guns. They'll definitely let you in. I don't have any guns. <laughs> he means your bicep. <laughs> oh, hey now, hey now. Got what you gonna do? Is there, a beanie runs is there that kind of a gun drummer where it's just a guy who flexes to metal songs? <laughs> Tim Lambesis? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, please. Flexes on his wife. <laughs> his wife. His wife. <laughs> 
So were there any other like celebrity sightings or anything else interesting in L.A.? Uh, the pot in L.A. is better than in Vegas and cheaper because the mm-hmm. tax isn't as unreasonable. So I like that. I liked how uh, available it was and how. So now we're the show that complains about taxes and then talks about <laughs> buying guns and ammo. Just want to be clear what we are now. That's what we are. Okay, cool. Don't get me started on the immigrants. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I love all immigrants. When you have to well, say not that. Not all of them. You're off the rails already. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. I do love all immigrants, though. Oh, immigrants love nobody has been nicer to immigrants than me. <laughs> nobody has done more for immigrants than Robert Bosbani. <laughs> Next thing you, you fast forward in our stream 30 minutes and it's like, I love black people. I love them. Rob. I have plenty of black friends. Nobody has done more. People are saying, well, they love the black people. We love them, don't we, folks? <laughs> There's one. So yeah, that that that's basically the West Coast. No, I definitely want to Arizona. Look at that desert. Feel that desert here. Here in Joshua. See what, what the guns are like in Arizona. Oh my god. <laughs> sure. I'll show you. What are, what are the gun ranges like? What kind of guns do you shoot, Noah? Um, I don't I haven't been to a gun range in Arizona, but there is um like land where you're allowed to shoot out like all the way in the desert. Main Street. On Main Street in Tucson. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I have, uh, I have a pistol, and I have um, uh, an AR-15. Oh, oh you but, own uh, an AR-15? Yeah, and they're both twenty-two caliber. That's like the baby boom, because I'm too scared to shoot the nine millimeter, which you were probably shooting. Mm. And that wraps up gun talk. Does it? Where do you keep your AR-15? I guess it doesn't. <laughs> uh, we have to get a safe for it, but the safes are expensive. But we we keep them hidden. Well, you bring your AR-15 to the safe store and make them give you one for free. That's the whole point. And I have an. I want to clarify. I have an AR-15 pistol, so it's like a pistol with like an extension thing. It's like really like a baby gun. It's for babies like me. I don't think babies should have guns. (sighs) Well, that's the gun that Ian Watkins had. Oh, no. Go well. (laughs) No, he's he had a baby gun, but it was it was something else. Well, this conversation is rotted through. And speaking of which rotted through is releasing their debut album, The Depths on September 10th on all major platforms. The Depths is a Darknet-inspired horror show that gets deliberately heavier the deeper you descend. Get your pre-order on September 3rd via iTunes, Bandcamp, or RottedThrough.com. The other big story uh, today is that Gene Simmons has tested positive for COVID-19 only a few days after Paul Stanley, fellow KISS member, recovered from his... COVID uh, positivity. I, Gene Simmons, have always said I'm a very positive person. And <laughs> this proves it. Do you think they got it from each other? Like, they, were they running a train on a groupie still? Do they think they still do that? Uh, well, I Sid, imagine they avoid being in the same room together. Keep your, uh, keep your accusations to yourself. I can <laughs> tell you exactly 
where I contracted COVID-19, both I and Paul, we were performing the same mitzvah bepeh on a no, baby. No. And unfortunately, uh, our, for new, our noses for newer listeners, mouth, what's a mitzvah bepeh? That is a famous uh, uh, Yisroel uh, uh, a ritual in which uh, the rabbi, the rabbi, uh, performs a circumcision using his teeth. Oh, our mouths were in close proximity. And as you know, even with precautions, COVID-19 can spread in this manner. It's performed either by a Rebbe or a bassist. Whichever oh. one is around is allowed to do it. We forgot to wear our uh, kiss face paint, which has protective powers. <laughs> you imagine yeah, that poor so, child. So Paul Stanley had it like last week. He said he had it pretty bad. So the entire... Kiss tour. Kiss is on tour. They're on the end of the road tour. They're all vaccinated, fully vaxxed. <laughs> it might actually be the end of the road for them. Simmons got it. I mean, uh, Stanley got it, recovered. A few days later, they're back on the road. Simmons got it. Now they postponed a few dates and now 10 days of uh, quarantine for the entire crew on the tour. I'm going to have to wait for that. Kiss, wait a little longer. He waited this long. Kiss quarantine. It's a new... They actually have a trademark on it, so yeah. I don't know if we're going to get stricken for saying that. Actually uh, invented uh, quarantine, all quarantines, not just COVID-19 quarantines. Invented it, all of them. <laughs> anything with teens in it, he's into. <laughs> anyone, anyone doing anything with teens, you're going to face a cease and desist from the KISS estate. That is our domain. Even baby guns, Noah. Oh, no. Those are ours as well. Gene, I just, Watkins. I just want to let you know, Gene, that um, vertigo you're feeling is not from COVID. It's not a COVID symptom. It's from oh. wearing platforms for 80 years. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm high. It's like being in Denver. It's very thin air up here. Robert Pazabini, you can say something about that as well. <laughs> uh, actually, you know, we were just we were just talking about uh, Grand Prosper Hall. Bushwick Barry, friend of the show, just tweeted oh. us. What? Uh, he tweeted a link to a story about Grand Prospect Hall, and the story says, as locals rally around Grand Prospect Hall, some preservationists say it's too little too late. The value of the place to the community is as a gathering place and container of memories, and that seems to be gone. So he quote tweeted that, and he writes, stop splurging your podcast millions on fancy vacations to Vegas and to visit celebrities in Los Angeles <laughs> and you use it to save what's left of this landmark Brooklyn institution. You I cowards. Three day old lean prime rib that nobody likes. That's, that's what the, the legend of grand Prosper hall is <laughs> fucking runny potato salad. Oh. <clears throat> uh, we back to, to Simmons our, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Ahead. We used to have our, uh, our, when I, uh, we used to have our umpire dinner there. They used to have this umpire dinner at the end of the year. And it was at the Grand Prosper Hall. And it was awful. The food was just terrible. It didn't make your dreams come true? I mean, some dreams, I guess, that I've had <laughs> were materialized in that place. But I suppose at the end of the night, your dream of leaving there came true, right? So in that way. <laughs> yes. Technically, they made that. You know. <laughs> we'll use continue. Uh, Please continue yeah, talking about, talking about me, so Gene Simmons. He, he said, uh, so Simmons is vaccinated. He's been like lobbying for people to get vaccinated. He said in a recent interview, uh, he was mocking anti-vaxxers saying, I have my rights. Don't tell me what to do. 
and then Simmons mocked, which is curious because you do not have the right to drive down the highway in a car without a seatbelt. You must stop at a red light. That's not a right you have. And you don't have the right to walk naked down the street. Sad. These are not life-threatening ideas. We're talking about a fucking pandemic and people are fighting it. He's dropping the F-bombs, folks. Fakakta? On the other hand, if you do die of COVID, we are selling kiss coffins still. Are they on sale, perhaps? This would be no. a good time. Negative. No, god damn. The promo code COVID actually gives you 20% on. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. What do you need up. that extra money for? <laughs> yeah. 20% on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what else is happening in the world. Well, I like this. Uh, I don't think this was uh, on the the rundown, but today uh, a story came out. Nikki Six was being interviewed because he has a new book coming out. Uh, Why? It's called them. That's what you got to do. You got to put out product. Children's book? Oh no, I think God. it's like the Heroin Diaries Part 2. So, yes, the children's Still? book. Did he go back on heroin so he could have another book? <laughs> like, how much can you really tell us about this? It's an in-depth expose on his uh, personal exploits wheeling around Mick Mars. Oh, my God. Tour. So he was talking about their upcoming reunion tour, which is next currently slated for 2022. And... Uh, he said, so currently the, the final lineup is, of course, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett. Apparently, David Lee Roth was asked to open the tour, and Six says that Roth turned down the gig because, quote, I don't open for bands that I influence. <laughs> Which is like David Lee Roth. I mean, he's right. Yeah. And I, I was thinking about it. Like, could you imagine David Lee Roth opening for Poison? I can't see that. I mean, he's yeah. right, but it also seems like a, you could just decline. You don't have to be a dick about it. You know, they asked you graciously to do this. Have you met David Lee Roth? Yeah. I agree. No, but I could still criticize. What it was the most. It, I just feel it's like the most David Lee Roth reason to not do a tour. And I love it. It's also like kind of fucked up that he because it was it was Nikki six. That's that that said what David Lee Roth said or did David Lee right. Roth? No. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, David yeah, that Lee is. Roth, uh, Nikki Six told David Lee Roth's story. Like he, Roth yes. didn't go public with this. This was just kind of uh, oh, what he told his agent. I so he's butthurt. So, but also Nikki Six is Nikki Six is kind of a dick then. Yeah, because Nikki Six revealed a private thing that David Lee Roth said. But it's a cool thing that David Lee Roth said, so it backfires. It just makes David Lee Roth seem cooler. Yeah, I take it Me back. So it's not yeah. he, if he said it privately, then he's well within his rights. I just think you shouldn't shame. Somebody that asked you to open for them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't, yeah. But if he did yeah, well, it privately, fuck it. Yeah. And and I, I would say Van Halen uh, influenced Molly. I mean, they influenced all of those bands, even Def yeah. Leppard. I would say, like any any band that came after them, they influenced. Oh, he's definitely he's definitely right. He's not wrong in what he said. I just maybe the tact I was wondering about. What if they had David Lee Roth front poison? That's a nice workaround because it's technically you're just doing their songs mm -hmm. and it, it makes them better. Does it or does it make David Lee Roth worse? Uh, yeah, I, I would be very amused to see David Lee Roth and C.C. DeVille share a stage. <laughs> oh, I just thought he was going to replace. The <laughs> no, no, no. He's lead. He's the lead singer of Poison. It's the Poison's band with him instead of Brett Michaels. Oh, good. OK. 
I think that would be amusing. It would be a complete shit show, but it would be yeah. very amusing. amusing. David Lee Roth and Molly Crew would be pretty great too. I mean, it can't be any worse. <laughs> well, that would be great because Motley Crew's actually good, unlike Poison. Like Motley yeah, Crew's well, good. Yeah, well, the problem is David Lee anymore. Roth not so good anymore. Same kind of problems. Yeah, I guess. But at least uh, his banter would be good. Yeah. Vince Neil, we're not expecting great banter from Vince Neil. I mean, we saw his cameo. Oh. Yeah, I mean, especially if his banter is like degrading bands who cited him as an influence. Yeah, that'd be really entertaining. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Well, Vince Neil's uh, banter is just naming songs that he's done. He's like, "Hey, Dr. Feel Good" and "Girls, Girls, Girls," and "Keep Rocking, Man." <laughs> and then, yeah, gasping for air. That's really <gasps> that's his banter. If he has COVID. <laughs> You got him a kiss respirator? Deuterino said that earlier, right? He's, yeah, he's kiss cat. ventilators, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're all Bless very your heart. Bless your heart, David Lee Roth. Are there any new Vince Neil cameos? No. Didn't he just tough. play a show again or something I saw? Yeah, he's been doing shows. Did he do a Dave Mustaine and like do a cameo during the show while he's performing? <laughs> no, I, I think he's after the after he was uh, shamed for the slurry cameo. I think he stopped doing them, and we just looked wow. up like really old ones. What a what a solution, right? Like you you're making all this money, and some people say, "Hey, man, you're doing these drunken slurry cameos," and he just stops. He can't just not do a slurry cameo. He no. Can't, he can't put in the effort to do it correctly. He has to just stop. I appreciate that he knows himself well enough to know that, like, it's easier to just stop than to try to, like, be sober <laughs> for these things. It's the Sid doctrine. Just <laughs> yeah. try. If you have to try. Or yeah, to I'm out. Bother, won't do it. Some people just can't handle criticism. Yeah. I'm good with criticism. For, I just handle it too well. For all, it's like, all right, thing- I won't do this thing anymore than if I'm bad at it. Bye. For all the thick skin he has, he has pretty thin skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's cheap leather, just like what he wears. It's like a fruit roll-up. <laughs> oh, my God. It's what awful. flavor would he be? Old, old misery. <laughs> Sidewalk. Licorice. <laughs> Liquor-ish. <laughs> oh. Nice. What was that candy? Oh, Razzle. That's what he would be. <laughs> Sad. I'm just, so now Tommy Lee, I looked up, it's $500 now. He stepped up his price. He's like, oh, Dave Mustaine's 300 Really? Well, maybe once he saw Vince Neil was off the market, he's cornering all of the Motley Crue cameos so he could charge more. Because who else do you go? Like, Mick Mars isn't on there, is he? No. Is I Mickey? A... I, I don't, but let me see. I don't think so. I'm just no, think, I think we um, checked last time. He's not. Like, as much as we dunk he's on not. Vince Neal, it's, mm. I admire the balls it takes to charge $300 for that, for what you're putting out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's very ballsy to, to do that little and charge that much. He pretty much got away with it. Oh. Like, it wasn't lack of demand that made him stop. Yeah, just I'm sure. Right in front of him. He puts his there face are, out there. He'll, he'll there aren't new Vince Neil cameos, but there are new Dave Mustaine. Oh, no. Hey, Eric, How come he has ASPCA? Uh, so apparently it's a portion of, of your cameo fee goes Aww. and he donates to the ASPCA, which I think is actually pretty nice. 
Take that, James. Every dog you kick, we're going to find a new home for. One cent for every ten cameos. I pledge this. (laughs) Eh, better than nothing. Hey, Eric, it's Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, and I want to wish you a happy birthday. I hear you wanted to see a little bit of Tornado of Souls. No, he's going to play. This is for you to play or just to listen to, so I'll show you how to play it. Starting this fresh. What a James Labrie. Yeah. Wow, this is really cool. This is absolutely worth $300. Okay, if I was James or like whoever's getting this, I would be freaking out. This is awesome. If he's playing it one tenth as fast as the song goes, you know. And in real speed, well, so the dummies like can this. learn. Okay, I was afraid he couldn't do it. No. no, he was doing it to show the kid how to play it. Oh, one of the best. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah. Ah! He's an amazing hey, musician. Really cool. No matter what else you want to say about him, the guy's amazing. Hey, Sebastian. Oh, on the it's bus. Dave from Megadeth, and I just wanted to say happy birthday to you. You're turning 42, right? That's fantastic. I see you've been to most of our concerts in Chile, and uh, his voice sounds I so think beat your up. Wife Play. Carla wants me to sing a little bit of the song "Holy Wars" for you, but. Uh, um, I don't no. know if I can do that without my guitar. Um, maybe we can get Kiko to play Holy Wars real quick. Okay. Oh, oh wow. Get out cool. of here. Okay, that was Holy Wars. Uh, brother, <laughs> we'll kill brother. Hope you have a great birthday, buddy. See you later. Pruning it. Wow. Okay. These are the best cameos he's done. Yeah, he's really getting it now. These are right up there with the best of any we've seen, honestly. Yeah, like legitimately. This is what people like. Glenn, it's we Dave Mustaine, old friend. How you doing? Um, wow. Uh, I, I didn't know that you were into the uh, the power company uh, working for those guys. Talk about a, a <laughs> Obviously, you don't know. Job. You don't know him. Um, I knew a lot of things about you. told me I had some questions about that. What a fascinating job you're doing. Just ask your friends doing. in the CIA. They can and, find out. And what a thankless job. So many people don't realize how important... Uh, we see that in your portfolio. Uh, how, how much we rely on energy. So, so thank you for all of that. That's well, really that awesome. sounds sick. Uh, that you're out there, uh, it sounds yeah. something. Of Louisiana. Congested. It sounds and, like he's been singing uh, all night. Yeah. I hope you don't miss the remnants of his yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But, Allow me to expound um, on my you know, manifesto about power right companies. <laughs> we'll be there, and and we will too, and we'll have a great show to celebrate. Okay, let's keep it moving. Other. Hello, guests. It's Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. I hear that you are celebrating a 50th birthday. I'm so happy for you. I have a birthday coming up this month myself. Actually, uh, September. Uh, oh, 13th. Rob. And uh, September 13th. Big, oh, never yeah, forget. We're both birthday coming up this time, too. 50 is really big. And uh, so. Oh, uh, yeah, he's 60. So 60. <laughs> oh. Oh, clean shaven. Hey, Manuel, it's Dave Mustaine from Megadeth reaching out to you. And I'm just waking up and getting ready to go to class, do a little bit of some exercise this morning before our sold-out show in Phoenix tonight. And you wanted me to tell you how uh, getting older has affected guitar playing and how... Uh, someone is adapted. I'm not sure if that's a question for me or if that's you saying that or not. And then uh, the next part, you say, I can't see the strings on a light-colored fretboard. I have to use dark ones. I didn't know if you meant 
dark strings or a dark fretboard? So here, here's me answering your questions based on my understanding. Um, me getting older, the only thing I've really had to change is my my hands um, get a little sore from playing sometimes, and uh, you know from pedaling really fast, uh, it, it can also tear up my fingers. On That's my, a guitar uh, technique. My picking hand, but uh, you just got to be smart and use. Um, string economy and, and hand economy and I think that'll, that'll help your playing a lot too and as far as the the uh, dark fretboards, dark strings I hope you mean dark fretboards because I would never use a, uh, a light colored fretboard with dark strings to get my point across. I think any kind of coating that you're going to put on the strings that doesn't preserve the actual uh, string itself is just going <laughs> to affect your tone Anyways, yeah. um, I'm off Duh. to get a cup of coffee Loser. and go to get myself uh, folded very nicely inside of my clothing at Jiu-Jitsu. And I hope you have a great day, buddy. See you later. So, Noah, Dave Mustaine was in Arizona doing Jiu-Jitsu and you no. missed it somehow. I'm what the fuck? I've, I, I don't know what uh, like school he trains with. Mormondo. <laughs> don't think it's Mormondo. Hey, Richard. Oh, golfing. Staying from Megadeth. Hey, I have a day it's off. It's like Willem Dafoe in the lighthouse. Oh, my God. And I hear I should uh, reach out to you from some of your friends and let you know that uh, they love and support you so much. They know how hard you're working with your boy and his his rare form of cancer, which is a bummer, Whoa. too. You know, going through cancer myself, I know the support group is so important. And, and man, I'm so proud of you for uh, all that you're doing getting sober and, and taking care of yourself so that you could be there for your son. Aww. Anyways, uh, I'm like touched well, I don't by these. Really know what else to say other than I'm proud of you and uh, looking forward to hopefully one day meeting you and your son. Until then, uh, more power to you and stay sober and, and you know, one day at a time, buddy. Right? Those are really good. I, I don't even have anything to, to joke about. So, uh, wait, wait, wait. He's getting Just, really good at this. Just so I'm still caught up, we're now the show that <laughs> complains about taxes, <laughs> talks about ammo prices, and likes Dave Mustaine. That's what that's the show now. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me cue up the new song from Five Figure Death. Oh, no. <laughs> and we're strongly against talking about poop. What about oh, Mike Francesa? Anything He's new with great. him that we could approve? He's great. <laughs> Well, something yes. new for our non-patrons is one of our favorite episodes in our Patreon era, which, of course, as we mentioned, get five bucks a month, get all these bonus episodes. One of the most favorite episodes we've done is the episode where we just did a whole episode lampooning Mike Francesa. And I believe like the first 40 minutes of it is us riffing like no exaggeration on a three minute interview <laughs> um, that he did about that Adam Sandler movie. Uh, what was it? What was Uncut it? Gems. Like, Uncut Gems. I always forget the name of it. And and we also have a round table discussion about Uncut Gems as well. But this interview that he did was just, it was ripe with comedy. So we're going to, we're going to post that. We're going to unlock that Patreon episode and, and keep an eye out to our social media. We'll post the link on there. Wanted on to our say Facebook, something. our Twitter, oh, and our Instagram. I thought you were done. Sorry. I wanted to say that when we were planning that Mike Francesa episode, we were concerned that if we had an, whether we had enough Mike Francesa clips to fill a whole episode. 
little did we know that we could have made eight episodes with uh, what we yeah had. we had to cut ourselves off basically because <laughs> like okay that's enough uh so Noah, you found this new clip okay i just want to say i did not listen to it but the uh -oh. description sounds like it might be funny okay description is mike francesa tries to remember he used to coach the new york jets Oh, oh no, Lord. and it's with Bill Simmons. I'm going to go backwards. Gonna... I want you to see how many Jets coaches you can name in a row going backwards before you forget what the next person is. That's a good All bit. Right, so we'll start. Salah's easy. You mentioned him. Gase, you know he was the coach. Who was the K who was coach before Adam Gase? Oh, Todd. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to forget right away. You know? Oh, it just, um. Creepy. <laughs> All right, Tom. All right, so we'll start. Salah's easy. You mentioned him. Gase, oh, you know him? he was the coach. Who was the K who was coach before Adam Gase? Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> I probably will forget right away. You know, then and now I haven't thought about it in a long time. It was time, four but, years of four years of Todd Bowles. So, geez, oh, Todd was there for four years. Absolutely. Who who is before yeah. Todd Bowles? You get the, on, can you get it. this one? Pause it. Who is before he... Todd Bowles? You oh, notice he has to go, yes, of course. He, and then he, now he has to show how much he knows about Todd Bowles. Yeah. Like, yes, Todd was Todd was there four years. He was, of course, he was. He can't just say, I forgot Todd Bowles. He's got to back back. Yeah. Bowles. He was there uh, for six years. Oh, I know. beat the Patriots. Oh, Rex. Rex. Yeah. Who, who was before Rex? Uh, before Rex was uh, Mangini. There you go. Who was but before Mangini? Who never should have been fired. Who never sure. should have been fired. He won two out of three years there. Yeah. Won ten games and nine games. And, and he, he was in a Sopranos the owners, episode. I think could have been wow. a long-time coach there. And I think he's a talented coach. I really do. And there was a lot of talent that he left behind. Do you remember who was before him? Herm. All right. Now it's going to uh, – you might get this, actually. Who was, who was right before Herm? One year only. Al Groh. Al Groh. Then your guy, Parcells. Parcells. And then Parcells. Do you remember who was before Parcells? Uh, before Parcells with Dick McPherson. No, that's, oh, that's Patriots. New England. Hold on. Wait a second. No, wait a second. Wait a second. Before Parcells was... Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, one you know, of the great... Oh, well, what's called? Rich Kotite. Kotite. Good. All right. Then one year of... Before Kotite. Yeah. It was a one year and out. One year before Kotite. Before Kotite. I love the Jets. Jets history it should be its own podcast. It was uh, your guy Pete Carroll. Oh, yeah. One year. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Sorry. It was not funny. Oh, I, I, we got the, uh, I can make a drop out of that. Uh, scrolling else? through the. This Seems there's a lot of people that aren't Francesa now on this feed. I was going to say, mm -hmm. this guy's going out of his comfort zone. Yeah, so I guess is, there's just less Francesa content, so he's got to find other ways to keep his Twitter feed. Is he going. not on air anymore? I don't think he is, right? He just he, yeah, he'll appear on like podcasts and stuff. Maybe we Francesca? can get him. Yeah, he's yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, he's he he does uh he doesn't he do some like a periodic like I have something to comment on, so I'm going to do it, and they syndicate it, and it gets played on CBS stations. Oh, really? That makes so. sense. But he doesn't have a regular show. Just occasional missives. Yes, and they go there, but they're like bumpers on a, on someone else's radio. Oh my god! Uh, I got a good one. I don't know if we've played this. I don't think so. But if you want a good Francesa clip, but it's very old, look sure. up yeah. Brandon Inge, I N G E, Francesa. 
and he basically has a man crush on this like utility player on the Tigers. I think oh. it starts out the Mets should get him, but he says, I love Inge. I love Inge a lot. He says it like <laughs> 50 times in about that guy was really good for fantasy baseball for a couple of years because he had catcher eligibility, but he played all over the field. So you yeah. got more starts than you would from a typical catcher. He was a good player, but this guy loves him like he's yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. That's he loves point. those little scrappy white guys that just can do anything. And they're, awesome. they think the game, Darren. Yeah. Yes. What kind of utility it, was it? Was it an energy? Power, <laughs> energy and power. Energy hey, and power. Ahead, I'm just trade for the Mets. I think it's a match. How about Ooh. Brandon Inge? For Sean Weiss and for Sosa. Yeah, oh, this is, is Mad Dog and... Now you can play him at first. You can play him at backup. You also can he's catch. A, you know, he's a better. He's a better third baseman than writers. Yeah. Well, you can put. Well, you, you can't put him. Look there. at this posture. Play, he's been playing in the outfield in the spring training. You probably could play him I in mean, the outfield. I, I don't know if he plays. So listen, I like Inge a lot. If you could get Inge, I, I like him a lot. They need a guy in the bullpen. I mean, uh, I like him a lot. If you could get Inge, I tell you, I, w- if I you would could be get Inge. Inge yes. Not terrible, Bob. Now again, I would want him to be a first baseman. Uh... I don't want to fool around. I won't fool around in deference to right at third base. Although he's a better third baseman than right. In this I won't clip, they're that, facing each other, and I'm wondering if we that. should I'm going to leave Delgado alone do that on our podcast with video. Give him some bats there. <laughs> give him some bin, uh, bats in the outfield. I, I don't mind that. I like. I, I didn't think they would trade Inge. If they want to trade Inge, <laughs> then I would, uh, I'd be interested. I think Inge is a very useful player. I if, like Inge a lot. If he could catch and play third base, chances are he can play other defensive positions. I, I like so. Inge a lot. I, I, I think I, I'd take him to. No, he's got nineteen million dollars. A lot of money coming to him. Like Jesus Christ! Brandon Inch made nineteen million dollars. Fifteen years ago, first. I, Fucking hell, team. that cannot yeah, be like right. Unless it's like, like over four like years. Is a very underrated player. Yeah, I agree. Now again, the Tigers are going to want something back. Now, again, I would think I'd be interested in that one. I got it. Now again, I can't. He's still sticking his hand in his shirt. I understand they want that. bullpen. That's obvious. Well, I can't give him every time. Francesa talks and then says Inge. It sounds like he's adding a suffix to a word. Yeah. Yes. Inge. I-N-G-E. It's a game of inges, Noah. Oh. <laughs> Just sounds like it's a part of the right previous word. Uh, you know, I have to I say, I like Inge a lot. I like him a lot. I want him in me. I want him inside <laughs> me. I want, him, I want us to do, I want us to nest together. Go to Ikea. If you could, Mike, would you take six inges? I would. How many inches do you want? Would gun you want more? Head, can you handle ten inches? Gun to my head, I would say six inches. I can take. Ten, I don't know. Ten might be pushing it. <laughs> Not a Hall of Famer, but six inches is 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 very respectable. You know what I mean? Uh, I can take uh, six inches on it on my team. Not it's Rushmore. not the amount of the inches. It's it's how you it's use what you them. do with your inches. Right. Mount Rushmore. I want four inches up there. I want four inches minimum. <laughs> <laughs> on my Mount Rushmore. I'm getting a little turned on. Is that supposed to happen? I mean, I'm a big sports fan, but 10 inches is a lot for anybody to handle. <laughs> Especially if you just had some chicken parm. It's just like a pig, like and then all of a sudden pig. you have to take 10 inches. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is the show I remember. Thank you, everybody. Mike Francesa, have you shot any guns lately? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, I shot an AR-14. It was very hard to handle. Unlike Inge, I can handle Inge. Inge is great. Inge is great. We curl up. We spoon. Uh, (laughs) We go to Crate and Barrel. We want to decorate a little bit. 
I mean, it's a nice Saturday afternoon. I just love the idea of Mike Frances and Brandon Inge just having a nice, loving relationship. Can I see what Brandon Inge looks like? And who is he again? He's a baseball player. He's long retired, but he's like a former. Let me see him in his early days, in his prime. There you go. He looks, you know, just a regular dude. He doesn't look especially athletic. Baseball has a lot of. There's the one sport that has the most, like, just a guy looking guys. Yeah. That's my landing strip. Mm. Oh, boy. Chin pussy. (laughs) That's Mike's man crush right there. You don't see too many people with that kind of facial hair alignment. Oh, yeah. Francesca says a lot of of uh homoerotically like un unknowing homoerotic yeah. things like he'll a lot of wfn guys do this they say something is sexy like there's a big sexy trade coming up and it's yeah. not nothing to do with sex it's like a big headline grabber they yeah. all say it it's so cringe it's like i don't i they don't have to do the sexy move they just have to get you know a, a solid bullpen pitcher <laughs> you know what i mean yeah they don't have to do this big sexy move such an old middle-aged man thing. <laughs> I wonder if that's a New York thing or if like all sports radio does that. No, I think it's all. I've, I've definitely heard non-New York people use that kind of oh. verbiage. So bad. You don't have to get a sexy blockbuster type guy like Inge. It's just New York is typically a sexier place, so it comes up more here. <laughs> I it's think it's like regional. Like- it depends where you are. There's a different word for sexy. Do you listen to Sports Talk Radio in Tucson, Noah? What do they say there? I don't listen to Sports Talk Radio in they Tucson. They talk about <laughs> AR-18s exclusively. Yes, AR-18s. <laughs> Lining up kittens on the fence. And no, no. Them. No, Those Tucson loves animals. You know, you're not allowed to like, it's like frowned upon if you like hurt any of the lizards. You're not right. supposed to hunt the animals that come to yeah, your yard well, like coyotes. Well, that's why you use the heavy artillery because you might wing them with like a pistol. You don't want them to. No, one out. of the one of the first rules of the of the gun club is you're not allowed to shoot any anything breathing. Could you you weren't in Arizona. Fair. <laughs> this is California. This is a very liberal state you're talking about. I think they it's can't. common. It's common practice. But that's the thing. Those fucking libs, they don't know how to use guns correctly. They might use a pistol on a kitten and then it bleeds out and then it suffers. You're supposed to pop them like instantly and they just drop dead. You gotta have a headshot when you're shooting kittens. Exactly. Every time. Not center mass. You gotta aim right for the head. This reminds me of when I saw a kitten get crushed by a car. Oh. Was it your car? No. I was driving behind someone and a kitten, like a baby one, like the ones that's on my shoulder started running across the street and you know when you see them and you're like no 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 and it ran into the the car's tire and the <sighs> its head got crushed and then it like bounced twice like you know like like its body was like in shock so it just like like curled into a ball and just like jumped twice I, uh, that was like uh, one of the most traumatic things i've ever seen in my life when was this it was like in brooklyn on i don't know like east 17th street Jesus several Christ. years ago i was just like Whew. Uh, oh. Yeah, 
No more dead kitten talk, please. Oh, who cares? <laughs> oh, Mike! Oh, insensitive. On, Mike. Mike doesn't give a shit about ki- your kittens. Come on. What a jerk Mike is. Gross, I bet gross. if I called his show, that's exactly the response I would get. Oh, who cares? <laughs> so insensitive. Yes, he really is a jerk. Oh. Right. Okay. Okay. Sid is a guy who is just delusional. Okay. I I can only handle three inches, so he doesn't like me. <laughs> a lower not inch a, tolerance. You're not a big fan of inch. No. <laughs> just the like, tip of inch. Yeah. I like inch a lot. <laughs> My inch depth is not as hearty. <laughs> you're very shallow on inches. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <sighs> how do you think mike feels about latin ninjas latin ninjas yeah are there isn't like latin a porno ninjas? magazine latin ninjas i think that's a porno magazine i think i've mm-hmm. seen that at the newsstand i i thought ninjas come from japan what that's a different thing what about the dating app inge think he's hinge. on it hinge with a h well, but the one for uh, middle-aged sports radio talk show hosts. And retired game. baseball players. <laughs> yes, a, and Rob. Yes, and. It's like an, a sister brand that they have they've put out. <laughs> show them how it's done, Darren. <laughs> <sighs> that would be great. There's, I mean, it, it, there's enough podcasts now where there should be some kind of app that just sets you up with people to interview on your podcast. Oh, so that's like a really great idea. Yeah. His profile is bio. Just says, I'm a big fan of Inge. I hope he sees this. <laughs> he just keeps refreshing, hoping that Brandon Inge has created a profile. <laughs> still like, doesn't have one. God damn it. All his shitty callers like prank him by making Brandon Inge profile. <laughs> and he swipes right on all <laughs> of them. He just keeps getting catfished. <laughs> I thought that was Inge. I don't know. I, I mean, it was Inge. I'm pretty sure that was Inge, but, you know, something the wires got crossed or something. I wouldn't. He keeps clicking the Zoom links and it's just goatsy every time. Oh, <laughs> he's so fucking heartbroken. Why would Brandon Inge do this to me? I don't understand. <laughs> Dude, Arena, yeah. Photoshop Brandon, Brandon Inge's face into goatsy. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I don't like Inge a lot anymore. Enchiladas? Enchiladas? <laughs> I don't like enchiladas and I don't like inge a lot or enchiladas or any of that shit. Okay? Okay. 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 <laughs> Do you want to play some of this Jason Newstead uh, instrumental? Yeah. Oh, who cares? So apparently. Uh, trying to do Metallica- a metal podcast. They're they're putting all all this bonus material bonus material around the black album, and they put out a demo of my friend of misery from Newstead's riff tapes. Oh, did he write that riff? I guess so. Let's hear it. He wrote stuff that was like a contribution to the song. Does anyone have gunshots to put over this? Oh no! You do apparently.
Do you think that Jason Newstead knew that this was coming out? Yeah. I wonder if you he know, like he gets money off of this. He's oh yeah, he's I was getting, wondering about he that. He has license. He has a publishing on this. Yeah. Oh, I thought you and said he, he did an unboxing this. a few weeks ago. He's totally he's cool with them. They they've uh, mended fences or whatever. How well, many what? inches could he fit in his box? <laughs> Rob. Probably that six is. inches. Oh. <laughs> oh, Rob. Six Ooh, inches on each side, as you can see in my unboxing video. I have six <laughs> inches on each side of this Metallica box. Not enough inches, I gotta say, right off the bat. I like a nice solid seven and a half inches. <laughs> Delightful. Wait, so uh, I'm sorry. So why are they? Why did they release this? What, are, is there something that's coming up with Metallica in it? Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're uh, um, oh. putting out a black album thirtieth uh, anniversary edition or something like that. We've discussed it before. Yeah, they're, they're doing and they're doing that whole covers album. Yeah, fifty nine versions of each song on the album. Yeah, so it's it's related to that. Do you know if they're going to have any like special guests? What do you mean? Like former members of the band. Like at their house, or like, <laughs> well, they are doing a big here. show. Yeah, they're doing a big like fortieth anniversary show. I think in December, so mm-hmm. I think there there might be stuff like that happening. Indeed, fortieth anniversary of them being a band. Yeah. So is like or Ron f- McGovney and Lloyd Grant going to be there and all that stuff? I mean, they were there at the thirtieth anniversary thing. Mm-hmm. I know they were there for something. I didn't know it was that. There's one really embarrassing video where like they're backstage at a show and Lloyd Grant is there with Lars Ulrich mm-hmm. and Lars is like, they make a joke about, do I actually get anything out of Metallica, like Metallica money? And he's like, oh, we'll set you up with the free pass to the Met Club or something. <laughs> but like, he jokes, but then it's like, what does he get? Like nothing. Yeah. It just makes him feel like shit. Yikes. What does that guy do? Is he like a musician still or? I don't know. I know Ron McGovney stopped being a musician. He was in one other band in the 80s. And then he he just quit and did some. You should just start like a Metallica cover band. Like this is what it would sound like if we stayed in Metallica. It would probably be shitty and kind of confirm that they should. They were right to be. Well, Ron McGovney later on said that like he. He acknowledged, like, basically, I was just the driver, and, like, they had me in the band as the bassist. Jesus just to, Christ. Just to drive and do accounting and, like, take care of financial shit. And then he says, like, that's, I was better at that than playing music. So, like, it's kind of was the right the right move to separate. Is that, like, subtle shade at a cliff? <laughs> I don't know. Is if y'all was still in the band driving that bus, uh- <laughs> wouldn't have crashed. It's on you guys. <laughs> rough you got a point i never thought of it that way we'll never know (laughs) at the very least they would have saved one bus yeah exactly oh cruel outside my window somebody had a 
Some people want to celebrate the black album. Some people want to celebrate the black ice. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> to each their own. Always got to take it too far, Sid. Always got to take it one step too far. Too far. Too far. Yeah. Is that a sweat stain you got there, Rob? You got a little dusty roads patch on your... Oh, it's like under your boobie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, Sid. Hope you die. You know, Rob uh, posted a photo, a group photo from the Kat Von D show. And... I was like very taken aback by how long and lean your legs are. Mm. And then I realized like, wow, I haven't seen Rob's lower half in over a year and a half. I think his inches. (laughs) I haven't seen his inches. Rob, let's do do a long, do a a, a long shot there. Stand up and back up a little bit so we could see you. He'll look great. That's a big tell that he's not wearing pants. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. (laughs) I think you'd stand up if there was underwear, though. You're not wearing underwear. I'm wearing underwear, but you don't need to see that. You don't need to see that. Yeah, I guess like I haven't seen your like long jeans for a while. They look great. Thank you. Yeah, I've lost uh, like 35 pounds, so been going all right uh all right well let's let's wind it down with our uh spotify uh playlist uh we have a playlist on spotify we're calling the metal injection live cast music break search for it on spotify and uh you could see every week we each pick a song and we add it to the playlist and it's nice it's fun why not yeah (laughs) (laughs) This week, I picked a uh, song from the band Youth Code. Talked about these guys before. Well, it's, it's a, a man and a woman. And they recently put out a new album, A Skeleton Key and the Doors of Depression. And I've been jamming it. I'm digging it. And the uh, track I picked is Looking Down. I think you'd enjoy it. From the name, I would guess that they are a positive hardcore band, like New York hardcore nope, they're style. Industrial. They're industrial. Yeah, never mind. This is shitting all over Rob's pick. Darren, what did you pick? I picked Feel Like Shit Ellipsis Deja Vu by Suicidal Tendencies. Nice. Usually the the lesser loved uh, phase of Suicidal Tendencies, I feel like, where their more punky albums are more appreciated, but I just love that. I love that vibe that, like, kind of, they're like, like, emo whiny uh with with like metal and shredding in that era which i think is really great i celebrate their entire catalog (laughs) sid what did you pick well uh we in our uh out for justice bonus episode we very briefly referenced paul's boutique by the beastie boys because there's a beastie boy song in the movie not from that era, but uh, I was so Paul's Boutique was on my mind. So I picked The Sounds of Science by the Beastie ah, Boys. Great. Paul's Boutique. Delightful song. Shea Stadium mentioned in that song. Mm, there you go. Noah. And, uh, and the police. Shea Stadium is not around anymore, right? Correct. Parking lot to the, their new stadium now. City Field. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know about sports. They moved it over like a thousand yards. Oh, okay. 
Uh, so I picked the song Immortally Insane by Pantera. And that's because earlier in the day, I was in a really bad mood. And whenever I'm in a bad mood or like irritated with something, I just go immortally insane. Like I'm about to lose my mind. So I was like, all right, let me just choose this. Does it help? Does it make you feel better? I don't, you know how like you just have like a, like a soundtrack playing. Or I mean, I don't know if you guys have this, but I will sometimes have a soundtrack playing in my head, depending on what's going on. And that's just your anger soundtrack. Yeah. Right. Or like whenever like stuff at work goes wrong and stuff and like just everything kind of goes wrong. That's that's what I hear in my head. I just hear Phil Anselmo saying that. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did. <laughs> nice. So that's our Spotify playlist, our music break. Let's check that out. And of course, once again, I want to talk about our Patreon. We're putting up the Out for Justice episode tonight. It's going to be very, very fun. I, we, I think we had a great time mm-hmm. watching it together. It was a I, fun watch along. I genuinely enjoyed watching that movie, and I would watch it again. That's oh. the both worlds. It's like the. It's like, it's just a good movie to enjoy, and it also perfectly fits our patreon because there's so many funny things in it to laugh at but it's also just a great well-made exciting fucking movie and just so much of the old new york yeah it's just great just yeah like neighborhood like a neighborhood that we used to hang out on yeah in the way it was when we hung out there and now yeah right and we're also uh planning another zoom hang right we should let everyone know so that they pay attention yeah do, do we, we want to announce the date or do we not want to announce the date? Uh, we'll announce it next week. Uh, right. Let's lock it in. Teaser. And we're going to have a special mission for everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone's oh, going to yeah. have to bring something to the Zoom party. We're going to do a fun little thing. Yeah. Be a show and tell. And uh, another uh, fun part of the Patreon is uh, we give shout outs to our top live cast fans of the week. Got to get a shout out. Subscribe to the $10 tier. The $5 tier gets you the bonus episodes, the video episodes. The $10 tier gets you all of that, plus the shout out we're about to do. And uh, I want to thank all of our patrons, all of our listeners in general. And I want to mention, you know, if you don't, you know, have the cash or whatever, you still want to support the show, can still support the show by liking us on social media. Uh, you can, uh, give us a nice rating on, on iTunes or wherever you listen to our podcast. And, and, and that would help very much. So our, our weekly shout outs, how should I do it this week? I have a suggestion. Oh, uh, add <laughs> inge as a suffix to every oh, name. No. Okay. And maybe well, a gunshot shot we, after everyone. <laughs> all right, Darren, you ready? Both. Yeah. We have Eric inge. I like I like I like uh, Robert Ganoush, aka Justin Inge. Need need a little more Benjamin Inge. <laughs> a little uh, El Dutorino Inge. Dan Orange. Orange. Rock Destroyer Inge. Ham I am I is Inge. Gender Inge. Jesus is Inge. The Crustacean Sensation, a.k.a. Got Stomperinge. 
Dallas Inge. Rabba Vampiro Inge. Hugo likes tacos Inge. This is by how long the name is. Landa Danks Inge. LaCroix Inge. Doug Pigman Inge. Scooby Doo 182 Inge. Douglas Hurry Levison Inge. Hi, Inge, guys. Inge. It's Josh Inge. Oh, boom, boom. All out of bullets. <laughs> oh, that's a motorboat. Oh, no. That's our show, folks. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back next Tuesday, and our special guest is going to be the Necrosexual. Yeah. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye.